My name is Bibi, and welcome to season one, episode two of my podcast, In the Works, a space dedicated to community and connection so you can feel supported and accepted while in the works of your 20s. If you haven't given episode one a listen, I'd love it if you do so. You'll get a feeling of who I am, the energy I bring, and why this podcast is a new but very meaningful project of mine. Thank you for choosing in the works, and thank you for choosing to share some time with me today. For episode two, I thought that I would bring on a guest who is really important to me. I've entered my 20s with this person by my side, and I could not be more grateful for what this relationship has given me. From the title, you know who it is, but just pretend you're super surprised. Today, I'm joined with my boyfriend, Andrew. He is 23 years old, born in D.C., but raised in Oceanside, California. He is a recent business graduate from CSU San Marcos, and for work, he's a professional soccer player and also a high school soccer coach. Let's give a warm welcome to Andrew. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Do you want to add anything else? No, I think that was a pretty stellar intro. Thank you. Amazing. All right. So today, I thought it would be fun to go through some coupley questions, but also get into a few serious topics about our relationship. We've been together for four years now, and it's been a great learning curve for me. It's also just been a fun relationship to experience and pour into these past few years. We've been able to grow individually, but also together. This is one of the most important relationships in my life, so I'm really happy to be able to share a glimpse of it with you. We're going to go through some him or her questions, who's more likely to, and then we'll finish it off with a few more intimate questions. All right, let's do a little speed round of him or her. Who made the first move? I technically did, but the move that actually progressed our relationship was Andrew. So we're kind of both there, I guess. Yeah. Who's always right? Well, I want to say me. So I think I will. I'm going to go with that. I got to go with the gut feeling. Yeah. I mean, I think Andrew's probably more right, more often right. But context, context is super important. So I don't know. I'm not always right. Yeah. Like. Always is a strong, strong word there, but I don't know. It does depend on what it is, but we're both right when it counts. True. Who was the cuter baby? (sighs) You were. (laughs) 
<laughs> do you truly believe that? I do. Put two photos next to each other. I think, uh, I think you come out on top. Thank you. Just slightly, though. Ever so slightly. Honestly, I would say me, too. I was a pretty <clears throat> cute baby. I was soups chubby. Had the biggest cheeks ever. So I would say me, but Andrew also packs a punch. Maybe I'll share baby photos. We'll see. Who is the better cook? The fact that you don't cook automatically means it's me. That you I don't cook very cook a lot often. more. If I did cook, I think I would be better. I just got but a better don't. palate. <laughs> I disagree. You know, I respectfully disagree with that, but uh, it's okay. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. And my opinion is I am the better cook. I'll give it to Andrew, but we'll see, you know, a few years down the line who comes out on top. <laughs> Who is more stylish? Uh, I guess since you gave me the last one, I guess I can give you this one. You know I'm more stylish. Fine. Yeah, I'd say me, but also it's a bit tough for boys to be super stylish. It's, you know, I feel like boys' style is a bit limited, so... Yeah, no, you're 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 definitely, definitely, definitely more stylish. Thanks, pups. Last him or her question: Who is better at planning? I was thinking about this one. I think I'm better at making the plans, but I think you benefit more from having plans. That's pretty accurate. I enjoy a good plan, and I operate hour by hour. <laughs> I love when I have my days planned out. I haven't been like that much, but I used to definitely be like that. Um, I think Andrew plans for us more often, but back to the cooking thing. If I did plan more, I'd definitely be better at it. I am way more organized than Andrew is, and you can't argue with me on that one. No, you are more organized, but not all plans go exactly as planned. But Ooh, I think I'm a little I'm a little quicker with, you know, adapting the plan or making small tweaks or adjustments. More adaptable. I guess. Yeah, I get a little ticked when things don't go my way. Moving on to who's more likely to let it go versus confront your partner. Well, I'm obviously more likely to let things go. And I think you're more likely to confront or deal with things up front. Yeah. Andrew will 95% of the time let it go. If we've ever had some type of argument or more serious conversation, I was the one to bring it up first. In general, I'm honestly not the most confrontational person, but because I care so much about this relationship, I want it to be in the best place it can be. I know that Andrew wants the same thing, but for me, I worry about the little things piling up 
and creating a bigger problem later. We haven't had much issues lately. No, we haven't, but I don't know. I like to let things go because I don't, I don't need like, I don't want like feeling heavy about stuff all the time or letting little stuff bother me or affect me too much. So. Yeah, I think a way to decipher whether an issue is actually an issue in the greater picture is if the person is acting out of character or out of alignment of their values or their morale consistently. So if it's one time I get mad because I was having a shitty day, that doesn't need to turn into some big argument. I should still apologize, of course, but that's not a true, true problem, if that makes sense. Who is more likely to say sorry first? I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, for sure. I'm a bit more emotional in general, so I'm thankful that Andrew's able to say sorry just to tame the flame a bit so that we can actually talk about it. But honestly, I say sorry too. I own up to my mistakes, I promise. Who is more likely to want to stay in versus go out? I like to stay in more and you like to go out more, but it's because I work outside. And so I'm out. by the time I see you, I've been outside for a few hours. And, you know, vice versa, you've been inside for work. And so you want to go outside. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm just inside more than Andrew is, but both of us are more homebodies. Who is more likely to be more successful? I think you are. I think you're, you know, even at your age, you've achieved a lot. You've done some really cool things. And if you just keep doing what you're doing, you're going to, you're definitely going to be successful. You know, getting your feet wet in the, in the business world already um, is definitely going to set you up a little better than me kicking a ball around. Thank you. But I think what success means to each person is different, you know? So I guess on paper, I look more successful right now, but I think that we're both going to be successful in our own ways. And your job is a real job too. Who is more likely to want kids first? Probably me. Probably me. Um, Like I've always imagined I would have kids. Like, I don't know. It just feels like the natural step. I don't know. I guess uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, neither of us are ready for kids right now or anytime soon. But yeah, I would say Andrew would be ready for kids first. Unlike Andrew, I didn't grow up wanting kids so much. It wasn't until we got together and seeing Andrew with his nephews, I thought about having a family. I think being super young, I was very, quote unquote, self-centered, just very driven to start my career and do the things that I want to do when 
I want to do it. But yeah, Andrew has definitely changed my mind on that. So I'm assuming that I'll feel ready at some point, but who knows? We'll see. All right, let's get into some of the deeper questions. This one ain't that serious, but if we started a business together, what would it be? I mean, we, we've talked about it, and I think we've both settled on we probably have a cafe or something similar. Yeah. Andrew knows I would love to have a coffee shop or cafe at some point. An aesthetic, quaint spot, but nothing too, too bougie. I love going to different coffee shops. It's definitely a great hobby of mine. I love a bevy, both coffees and teas. Andrew, not so much. I would also see our spot having some small bites. Pastries for sure. I'm obsessed with all kinds of pastries. And I would definitely have some Vietnamese-inspired drinks and foods. I'm Vietnamese. Andrew's half Vietnamese. So I think we're the perfect people to do it. Andrew doesn't think we would be great in business together, though. You never know. Name one way your partner has made a positive impact in your life. Hmm. Well, I'm definitely a lot more open to trying things because of you, whether that's new food or new experiences or going to a different place or, you know, checking different things out. Um, I've definitely explored more of San Diego because of you. So I would say that's been a very positive impact. Thanks to you. Yeah, I love San Diego. I love being a tourist in my own home. You've helped me see my own potential. I've always been quite insecure, and that has really affected me, especially entering my 20s and going through a lot of change personally and professionally. The metaphorical ceiling I set for myself was so low, and... You've made me realize that I need to just step outside where there is actually no ceiling and the skies are the limit. I've been selling myself short all this time and you've believed in me when I couldn't believe in myself. So I truly don't think that I could have accomplished what I have without you. Oh, sure you could. <laughs> I don't know. You've been a great help. What is your favorite quality about your partner? Well, you are so, so, so incredibly positive. And sometimes I can be a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Um, but I think you being so positive rubs off on me a bit and it you know, helps me to be more positive too. So I think that would be my favorite quality of yours. I feel like recently you've actually been more positive than I have. Well, I mean, when we first started, uh, when we first got together, you were always the one that was positive. And so 
it just rubbed off and here we are. Yeah. Now we're both super positive, sort of, sometimes. We try. My favorite quality about Andrew is his unlimited self-belief in himself. It's a privilege to know what you want to do with your life. Not a lot of us in our early 20s know. So if you do, you almost have a responsibility to go after it. Like I said, Andrew plays soccer for a living. That's a tough gig. I am not saying that being a lawyer or a doctor is easy by any means because I know that I would not be able to do all that, but I do know that there is a set path of what you would need to do to become a lawyer or let's say a pediatrician. If you want to be a pediatrician, you go to school, you go to med school, you have your residency for, I don't know how long, a few months. <laughs> and then there you go. You're a children's doctor. For Andrew, there's not a straight, definite path to follow. And I find it so admirable that he's working towards something he's so greatly passionate about, even if it may not be the most stable choice right now. You know, people may not believe in his vision. People may not, I don't know, may tell him to grow up and let go of this dream, but nothing's worse than living a life that wasn't yours to begin with. So I'm proud of you for believing in yourself and working so hard for you. What's something you wish you and your partner did more of or less of? Um, I wish we cooked more together, and in turn, I wish we ate out a little less. And it's not like we eat out a ton, but I think it's just sometimes like for lunch, I think mainly for lunch or something, it's just easier. But it's like, we can cook lunch, you know, like we, we can do that because that, that's something we can do more of. It's something together, less expensive. And then I think we can go out a little less, but still like, but have more intentional, like, oh, we're going to go out for a meal. Like we're going to go out for dinner and have our going out meals be a little more intentional. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, I wish we were able to experience more new things together, uh, new places or new activities. Because of his work, it does kind of limit what we're able to do day to day. On his off time, I can't expect him to do anything physical, like go on a hike with me uh, because he needs that time for his body to recover. We can't always eat what I may want because he has to eat clean. And he doesn't stop me from eating anything that I want. I'll eat all the food I want while he's having his chicken and rice, <laughs> but it's different sharing a meal and experiencing a new restaurant together than me just eating it myself. Andrew knows this too, but I really want us to travel together too. Just tough with our schedules right now. If you could change one thing about your partner, what would it be? I wish you had my self-belief. 
Because I don't know. I always think there's no reason not to believe in yourself. Because, you know, really, who knows whether, whether you'll make it or you won't. But if you don't believe yourself, then there, it's not a question. It's a definite answer. So you may as well believe in yourself if that's the only way to possibly, you know, succeed the way you want, then you may as well believe in yourself. And I know self-belief can be a tough thing for a lot of people, but I wish you believed in yourself a bit more because I think you'd see a lot of quality. Yeah, I agree. That's a work in progress. Yeah, I wish that you were more inclined to bring up topics of conversation and that you were a bit more conversational. Like I said before, I'm typically the one to bring up issues or raise questions about our future together. And I know that it's not your lack of care, but it would be nice if you did initiate a bit more. Next one's a little heavy. Have you ever thought about ending this relationship? Um, sort of. Not for anything between us, but um, a couple years into our relationship, I moved to England, which ended up being only for two to three months. But at the time, it was unsure how long I'd be there. Um, went to go play some soccer, picked up some injuries, cut the trip short. But I wasn't sure, one, how we would do, but two, if it was fair for you to have to deal with that. But like I said, the you know, it was only two to three months and then came back home and things worked themselves out. Yeah, that was definitely a big learning and growth moment for the both of us. But honestly, I think if you were there longer, we would figure it out. Um, yes, I have thought about it, but never to the point of wanting to act on it. And it was never because of Andrew or what he's done, but because of me my insecurities wanting to ruin something that was going well. I would convince myself that I wasn't the right fit for him because I knew absolutely nothing about soccer and honestly still know nothing about soccer. <laughs> Sounds silly, but soccer is such a huge part of his life. And I felt this divide between us because I couldn't and just didn't understand. I felt like I wasn't the one to support him in ways he needed to be the best version of himself. I felt that I couldn't be the person to push him to new heights specifically in his career, but I've come to realize that I don't need to know all things soccer to be there for him. And likewise with Andrew, he doesn't need to know how to make coffee or know about, I don't know, the business corporate world to support me. He showed me that me being there is enough and my endless love and support for him 
and the belief in what he does is enough. Thank you for making me realize blank about myself. What is blank? What is blank? Um, well, blank, it doesn't really fit the, the sentence perfectly. But I'm very thankful that you made me realize to enjoy the world more. You know, the world isn't as cold or as heartless as, you know, I think it is sometimes. I think you've helped me to realize that I can see, I can look at the world in a different way and enjoy it more. Andrew's taught me that my vulnerability is also a strength and my capacity to feel is just part of the human experience and it can be a superpower. And when I say vulnerability, it doesn't mean I overshare with random people. If you know me, you know that I actually don't share much about my personal life. But because of my vulnerability and compassion for people, I'm able to create deeper connections with others. And Andrew reminds me that it's okay to have this wide range of emotions because it sometimes can work in my favor. Any last words for the guests, Andrew? Thanks for having me on. I'm glad we could talk about some stuff and share. And I hope some people that are listening to this can relate in some way, shape, or form. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we've made it to the end of episode two of In the Works. Thank you for being here, Pips. And thank you all for tuning in to this conversation. I am so happy that I was able to introduce you to someone that has been a crucial part of life in my 20s. Feel free to give the Instagram and TikTok a follow at intheworks underscore pod and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I will hopefully be posting more soon and would love to grow this community of friends and soon-to-be friends. My personal Instagram account is private, but I'll give it to you if you want to follow it. <laughs> At V-I-V-I-I-H-U-I-N-H. My DMs are always open, so please let me know how I can best be there for you and bring up topics you're wanting support in or just want to hear my perspective on. I hope you're having an amazing day, and if not, you're going to have an amazing day soon. I am so thankful for you, and I look forward to spending time with you very soon. Thanks. Thank you.